Welcome to Sunday Moments. This week's topic is expectations. So, I've had a couple conversations with some friends and with some clients. And I've also seen this on a meme. Because you know memes are life. But there's this idea centering around not having expectations so you can go into a situation and be open. And I thought that has to be the most backwards thing ever. Now, if that is your frame of mind and that's how you think, have at it. But I do these Sunday moments because I want to pose alternative ways of thinking and really take the time to actually break down some of the stuff that we hear because we hear it and we process it so quickly. I don't even think we really process half of this stuff. It's just like we hear it and it sits in our energy. But do we actually break down where the mindset is coming from so we can challenge ourselves to be better, so we can do better, so we can demand better, so we can strengthen ourselves? So... It's this idea that, you know, you go into a situation and I've heard people say, like, I don't want to have any expectations. I just want to experience and see what's up. And I'm always thinking now I'm pretty much a free spirit. I like to do what I call floating around and just kind of like, oh, let's go over here and see what this is. And. Let's try this out or, you know, I'll just kind of get dressed and it's like where we end up is where we end up. So I like freedom very much in that way. But what I'm proposing to you is that we have to have expectations because we need some sort of standard when we step into things. Otherwise, like, why are you there? You can... Have freedom and still have rules. And for some reason, I feel like our mindsets in society has said it's like either freedom or rules. And there's an intersection where you should actually have both because that's what helps to create the balance. So let's say you are going to go on a date or something and you're like, oh, I'm just going to go on this date. I don't have any expectations. Well, why don't you have expectations? Like you should have and you should voice these expectations, even if they seem unwritten, like there should be respect. There should be intelligent conversation. We should be able to laugh like you. You have these unwritten standards, but for some reason we've been told to turn our voice down in society and not actually say, hey, these are the things that I want. And I'm going to require them, right? So we have to have these standards. Because I feel like when we don't have them, it creates this very passive experience where things are happening to you and maybe not for your greater good, not for you, not for your elevation, not for your knowledge. These things are just kind of happening. 
And then that's why I think a lot of people feel out of control with things. And then that out of control feeling goes into anxiety and then, you know, wanting to grasp around it and be a control freak. It's because you didn't proactively step into it with any kind of expectations. There should have been expectations. But why do we get to the point where we don't have expectations? Well, most of the time, people want to avoid hurt and pain. They want to avoid disappointment. So they say, you know what, I'm going to go into this and not expect you to, to do anything. Because if you hurt me, then I can just say, you know what, I, I, I knew that this, this was a possibility. And then you can back out. That's passive aggressive as I don't know what. Why are we living like that? Why can't we say, you know what? In order for me to even show up for this experience, because I don't want my time wasted. Are you able to do this, 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 this? Now, reality, a person can totally tell you that they're capable and then you can find out that they're not. Because that's life. And sometimes people know that they're not capable and sometimes they think they are and they're in over their head and then they find out, oh no, like they really can't do it. That's what experiences are for though, y'all. Like this, this is life. Everything isn't, there's this idea out here. You got the idea of the black women wanting to live the soft life. Okay, that's great. But that doesn't mean that you won't experience stress. Like, it doesn't mean that. You will experience hardships or obstacles or things won't necessarily go your way. So we create this false sense of being in our mind that says, you know what? If I don't set a boundary, if I don't tell someone that this is what's acceptable to me and what's not, or this is a deal breaker, or I'm okay over here. If I don't say that from the door, then, you know, I can just let this situation happen willy-nilly, and then I can bow out when I feel like it. Or then I can, you know, shake my finger and be like, I told you so. It becomes this horrible self-fulfilling prophecy, where you went into it. So actually you did kind of go in with an expectation. You went in with an expectation that it wasn't going to work. What if you change that mindset? Because when you don't set these boundaries, you're going in saying, I don't really expect for this to work out for my greatest good. It also doesn't allow us to be authentic and ask for what we need. And instead of, it's really actually not the other person that's silencing our voice there. It's us silencing ourselves. Maybe you learned to extinguish your, your voice, you know, a long time ago from childhood or society. And so then what happens is they're no longer silencing you. You are silencing you. I think in this conversation, we have to also discuss who you are. Like, what do you need? A lot of times when I have clients come to me, um, we end up having this conversation. Like, who are you? That's a hard question to answer, even for people who are pretty self-actualized. Like, the answer to who are you is always evolving. 
all the time, right? And so you're always going to have to check in there. A lot of times people are afraid to ask for what they need, especially women, especially women. You've been socialized to say, here, take this, take this. Here's this crumb. Feed yourself off of that. Or this is all I'm going to give you. So you're going to have to be okay with that. When you are stepping into different arenas, there's a space where you actually have the ability to demand what you want. And let's say that that arena says, nope, you can't do that. Then why are you staying? Why are you staying in a place where you you aren't allowed to use your voice? What do you need? Voice that. Speak up. Advocate for yourself. I'm saying these things and it may feel like it's being minimized, but I'm throwing it out there because this is really the crux of this conversation is being able to advocate for yourself and say, I really need this. I really require this. And these things are deal breakers for me. So while you may have these other qualities or while these other things may be happening that are really, really great, ultimately, I'm going to need this. What if you had that conversation more often? How much more fulfilled would you be in your life overall? How much more fulfilled would you be if you felt empowered to have that conversation instead of passively just letting things occur and then saying, well, I'll take that. Oh, that, that worked out nicely for me. Um, I'll take that. It's like you're grasping at these little crumbs, hoping to eventually put together a full loaf of bread. And that never quite, that mindset never quite works out long-term for people expectations help us to remove like time wasters it helps us to not go down like just detours where we're just turning down this corridor and turning down this corridor and having to do all these extra things when proactively had you set some expectations from the start you wouldn't be there i think a lot of people have Fear of missing out. So you got FOMO. You got fear of loneliness. Um, And we've just been socialized, I think, in a space where anxiety is prevalent. um, And in a space where we spend a lot of time in enmeshed relationships versus actual healthy ones. I hear this happen a lot when it comes to dating I mentioned dating in the very beginning but for me the way that I go about this and this you know everybody has their own way I'm not one of those people who wants to like I don't have a huge desire to just get to know everybody I think everybody has their own cool thing about them their own uniqueness and I love to learn about people 
But I don't have an innate desire to just be like super popular or have everybody know me or have everybody have access to me. Like I don't have that desire. I'm not that open to encountering people one-on-one in any space like that. So when it comes to dating, I have these expectations that really kind of cancel people out super early. So it means I don't go on a lot of dates. So, you know, there was a time when guys used to just kind of approach and their approach face to face and their charisma had to speak for itself. Right. They had to sell themselves or you guys could immediately see like, oh, there's a little chemistry there. This kind of clicks. Right. That kind of thing was, I mean, it was a little bit easier to suss out certain things that would just like not work because we were a little bit more connected. Now in the age of social media, people have problems having conversation or what I have happened, which I think is also very strange is that it's mainly men that do this. I don't really have women that do this, but Men will follow you and then jump in your inbox and they're already mid-conversation. They haven't introduced themselves. They haven't said anything. They haven't really said, hey, I've been following your page for a minute. I think it's super dope or whatever. I love your energy. And then go into the conversation. They're just like already talking. So it's equivalent to like picking the phone up and somebody is already talking in the conversation that like you just jump straight in. And so the, the social skills just aren't there. And I end up, you know, cutting like just being like, no, that's okay. Because to me, I'm like, okay, I, if you haven't had conversation in public on my page, I don't, I don't feel as though I need to entertain you in my inbox. Cause I don't even really know who you are because social media allows you to just kind of like follow people and not necessarily be friends or that follow could be one sided. So now I'm like, now you've made me aware that you're watching me and that you're watching my story, but you, you haven't made me aware of who you are. That's a little strange to me. It's very one sided. Um, and so then when you point that out, most men get upset. And, or, you know, I'll have guys that come and they're just like, oh, okay, I saw you. I think you're beautiful. I love your energy. I'd love to take you on a date. That's still very one-sided. I haven't gotten to know you to even know if I want to show up on the date. And, and I don't like to think that I need to leave my house to go figure out whether I like you or not. To me, my expectation is, is that you'll put in effort beforehand so we can even determine if we should show up in person. I'm actually saving you some money because we may determine that there's no conversation or no vibe ahead of time. I wouldn't want you wasting money on that so we could just sit in each other's face and be awkward in person. That's a waste of time to me. A, a waste of time, effort, resources, energy. 
I show up to places where I want to be there. My expectation is that I'm going to go and I'm going to have a good time because I've already wrapped my mind around the fact that this like this is potentially somewhere that can expand into something else. It can turn into friendship, whatever. I'm excited about spending that time with you. I'm not excited about spending that time with you if we've never spoken. And you've been looking at pictures or following. So my expectation, and I lay this out and said, hey, organically, can we just kind of start to form something? See if there's any conversation. Let's see if we even have anything in common first. I like to laugh. As a matter of fact, laughing is mandatory. It, it's it's absolutely mandatory with me. And I've spoken with gentlemen who like they're not funny. They don't say anything funny. And when I make my little dry jokes, they don't laugh. And I'm like, yeah, I couldn't sit through an hour of that over dinner. I absolutely would not be able to. Or going for a walk or whatever. Like, I don't want to be out and everything we talk about is super serious. Because I don't take myself that seriously. And so my expectations, I have this list of expectations on what will happen when we show up in person or if I choose to show up in person and me setting that standard and setting those expectations often leads to me not even getting to the date because what'll happen is men'll say oh I don't really talk on the phone like that okay well thanks for letting me know that because if we were to meet in person and hit it off. I like to talk to the people that I like. I got like five girlfriends that I talk to every day through DM chat. We chit chat all day. I chit chat with the people that I like. So that X's that out for me because you you don't want to put in the time or the effort. And you're already telling me from the beginning that this is, I'm not going to do that. That's fine. It's nothing against you. I get with somebody else who doesn't like to talk and y'all do what you do. Now, I've also had the expectation that like, oh, this might be somebody cool that I don't talk to the phone on the phone with all the time. Cause I have girlfriends like this. We don't talk on the phone all the time, but we'll say, Hey, let's go meet over here. And we have the best time in person. That could be an option as well, but that would suss itself out a little different. And typically the people who I could have a good time with like that, they don't set up barriers from the beginning. They they don't say things like, oh, well, I don't really have phone conversation or I don't do this or I don't do that. They just show up as themselves and everything else flows the way it needs to flow. Because they're showing up authentically. So my expectation is that people show up authentically as themselves. And then we hash everything else out from there who are you it answers that question then I can tell you who I am and we can see how that measures out we we can see how that works out does that work for the both of us 
right? So we, we have these expectations. We voice what we need. We advocate for ourselves. And then nobody's wasting their time. There's no, there's no detours. There's no crazy back and forth. It's like, this is me. This is you. How does this work? And so there's expectations there. And we are open. We didn't say, you know, we didn't write this crazy, crazy list of rules. It was just that the expectations are based on what I know I need. So if I'm having an interaction with you, there are things I need to gain to have interactions. Like I, I'm just not out here willy nilly, just open to every single person. Oh, you see me? You want to talk? Okay. Now I'm just be, oh, no, no, no. Everybody doesn't get access to me. It's kind of like a job interview. There are expectations. The, the job says this is we're we're open. We, we need somebody to work this job. And this is the description of the type of person we want to work this job. This is the expectation. When you come in, we need you to hit the ground running. We need you to have this kind of degree. We need you to have this kind of knowledge, this kind of certification. We need you to be able to work this amount of hours. We need you to, uh, you could work remote, but we need you to be able to check into the New York office. Like they give you this list of expectations. And when you read it, you say, I meet those expectations, right? So this is how you should do things when people, when you're encountering people or situations, these are the things that it takes to experience me. And then the other person can say, you know what? I got I have those. Okay, what's next, right? And so what's next in the job interview? Then they say, oh, you look great on paper. Um, you need to come, come in so we can see what the energy is like so we can gel, right? So this is that next step where it's like, oh, I think we, we would be great friends. Or I think we would hit it off. Do you want to go hang out? Because you've read the expectations. Now, here's the key with the job interview. A lot of times people meet about 85% of the expectations. There's always room to be open for other things. So maybe they have a certification that expired, but they can get it um they can get it relicensed or reinstated, right? So then you go in and say, I, I have this. I This is what it's going to take for me to get it reinstated. Do you like all these other qualities? Do you think it's worth investing in me so I could get that reinstated so I could work for you? They're going to say yes or no. Oh, no, we already need somebody who can hit the ground running with that. We We don't have that extra in the budget. Or, oh, yeah, you know what? You're such a strong candidate. And we love your energy that you're going to bring to the table. We're going to invest, right? So there are times where you might not meet everything in that job interview. But you put that out there and say, this is who I am, right? So once again, who are you? This is who I am. This is what I have to offer. Who are you? 
because you're going to interview the job too. You're going to say, these are the things I need from a job. Like I'm not coming to work unless I have these things. And then the job says, you know what? Those are simple. We can give you that. And then you guys come together. They say, come on in so you can work a probationary period or come on in so you could do training. So because training isn't always about giving you like telling you that you don't know how to do something. Training is about like, hey, let's this it's a it's a it's a gelling period to see if you guys gel to see if you even like the atmosphere of the company to get to know the atmosphere of the company. Right. And then finally. You get to the piece where you guys are working together. But that's because there were expectations set up from the beginning. And this is how we should see things just in general with how we come together. It's like, this is who I am. This is who you are. How do these two things gel? And it's okay to do that proactively. I think people have been fumbling through and doing it reactively. And then that's how you have people upset about dating. Oh, I spent X amount of dollars on this. this, this. Because you didn't use your discernment. You didn't use your intuition. You only looked at surface. And then you said, oh, I think this is good. Your picker was off. I mean, and that happens. So I would ask myself, you know, I ask people, what is your time worth? What does it cost to experience you? You are an experience. What does that cost? You, You go to a carnival. I mean, the ride costs. How many tickets do it cost to get on the ride? If it costs five tickets and you got three, you can't get on the ride. The expectation is you're here at the carnival. You're going to pay for these tickets to get on this ride. If you don't have any more money, you're going to have to go home. Treat interactions and treat access to you much the same. Expectations. I expect you to come with this, 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 because that's what I need. Everybody's expectations are different. Everybody's. Because we're, we're all different people. We're all made differently. We all have, you know, um, We all have different standards and we all have different belief systems. And so those expectations are going to be different. But what would life look like if you weren't living it so passively and letting situations happen to you versus you actually taking the reins and being proactive and saying, this is what I need. This is what I require. When you do that, you can actually see more clearly if people actually have the capacity to meet meet your needs. But you can't be scared to talk about what you need. You can't be scared to advocate for yourself. This is all about you understanding your self-worth and understanding how to value your time and how to value yourself and how to value having access to you. Once you can kind of gain that, things things are totally different. You'll have more fulfilling more enriching experiences and it doesn't mean that you won't have trash experiences where stuff kind of goes left every once in a while I mean these things happen where things just kind of go left but as they go left you won't go too far down the rabbit hole because you're like oh no boom I I needed this from the start and now I see where this isn't working so I'm gonna go ahead and fall back 
I'm going to go ahead and come back because this doesn't meet my standards. It doesn't meet the expectations I have for a friendship. It doesn't meet the expectations I have for the type of person I would date. It doesn't meet the expectations for the type of relationship um, that I consider VIP. It doesn't meet those expectations. And then you could waste less time. And then you could fill your time with more things that are more fulfilling and that leave you feeling balanced and loved and confident overall. This has been Sunday Moment with Coconut Oil Stardust and Dope Vibes. I am your resident fairy godmother, Tamara Angela.